Hey, I'm Adam McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is an artist and writer from Dublin. Her book, Frankie's World, is out today. It's Aoife Dooley. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Alan. Thanks, Sarah. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I've been dying to yeah. have you on for ages because Aoife and I are from the same uh, part of Dublin and we have a bizarro crossover in our youth and we sort of were like ships in the night because we were a couple of years between us so whenever I think of Aoife and whenever I watch something good happen for you I'm literally always like yes like specifically (laughs) rooting for you because we're from the same area and from like the same the same neck of the woods and also because you're a fucking legend so thank you so much for being here with us today this is really exciting Oh, thanks for having me on. And I'm the same with you as well. Like, I think it's the same for anyone, I think, from like a similar area. You just want to see them do well. You're just like, go on. Get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> same. Like, I, I have no interest in football. Whenever like a Waterford guy like plays for Ireland, I'm like, good. And it's funny, whenever I yeah. see anything out of Waterford, I'm just like, that's Alan. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, see a blad, that's Alan. <laughs> see a writer, that's Alan. Everything just has an aura of like... Mm-hmm. The people you know and the, the people you're rooting for. Uh, yeah. Aoife, what have you brought to us today? I have um, brought uh, Malcolm in the Middle. I want to talk oh. about Malcolm in the Middle, a show that um, I grew up watching um, on my couch. We used to eat dinner. It was like it's a thing that we used to literally watch dinner. Um, sorry, we used to watch dinner. Sorry, what am I saying? Sorry, my brain just went so foggy there. Uh, <laughs> we literally used to sit down to watch Malcolm in the Middle and we eat our dinner while watching it. And we usually always have a takeaway. And um, it was kind of, yeah, we, we'd never done anything else outside that. It was just watching Malcolm Middle. So I've watched the series probably about, I'd say probably about eight times all the way through. Really? I'd say, yeah. I'd say like, oh, not like in the, the one go, but like I'd yeah, say yeah, yeah. over the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I watched it over the pandemic as well. Wow. Again, because, um, yeah, I just, oh, I absolutely love it. It's just one of those shows that just never gets old. It just hasn't, mm. it, it, it ages perfectly, I think. When it was when it was on first, I feel like from the trenches of my memory, it was on around the same time as The Simpsons on Sky One. Am I right? Yeah, it used to be it on was... just before, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Or on it used to be on, yeah. Yeah, it was at eight o'clock, I think, at night, and um, mm. I think The Simpsons was on either before or after. Mm. But um, yeah, it was literally like um, yeah, it, I just remember like so many uh, things from it though. Um, the, one of my favorite episodes, I think, is when Lois. Um, you know the episode where they they, they basically change to girls. It's like if yeah. you're girls. That's I, I think that's such a clever yeah. episode. That's like one of like I think my favorite episodes. So smart, like because it's it keeps on unfolding because you think once you get the premise straight away, you're like okay, so the the three lads are girls now, and then that's funny, and then they unfold what Hal would be like if all his kids were daughters, and like it's like oh yeah, of course Hal would just be this. In turn, like even more panicked because he feels like he has to protect girls instead of corral boys. Yes, yeah. completely, and he's like just comforting the entire time. And then Francis turns up at the end, and Francis is just this nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Francis throughout the whole season, though, I feel kind of like if I was to relate to anybody out of that series and to, in, where I'd be placed in my family, I definitely would be Francis. I think. Really? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I definitely, yeah. Not that I wanted to be. I just kind of, I think it just happened that way. Like just I, a chaos I, I, merchant. Yeah. yeah, I just, I, I never really, like, I never just, I don't just walk into chaos. It just kind of happens. Like, so it's just like, yeah, like, I remember I was out when I was like 15 and uh, we were, what, we were all around Temple Bear and one of my friends like, I want to get a tattoo. And I was like, I'll get one too. 
and uh, I went home and I told my mum and I was grounded for like about like two months or something, three months after that. And uh, yeah, but then, now I'm covered in tattoos, so it doesn't make any difference. But still, like stuff like yeah. that, like so, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Just Didn't being a merchant, today, yeah. a baby merchant of chaos, is a very powerful thing, though. You know, especially yeah. as a teenager, it always feels more like ugh, enormous. Um, so can you give us a backdrop of what, for people who don't know what the show is, what is Malcolm in the Middle about? Malcolm in the Middle is about a family, and uh, they're kind of. I wouldn't. I, I. I don't know. You'd say they're your average family, but I'd say they're your average family, and it's kind of like what goes on behind closed doors, the stuff that you don't see, and it's um basically about this kid called Malcolm, and he's the middle child, and he has a brother called Dewey. He has a another brother called Reese, an older brother, and another older brother called Francis. So family full of all boys, and it's just pure chaos all the time, and they just get into loads of different mischief between them, and um. Then the, the mom and dad, obviously Hal and Lois. Um, Lois is more like stern and kind of scary. Um, she'd be kind of like, you know, like you don't want to get on her bad side. I remember her being and ferocious. <laughs> she like, is ferocious. ferocious. Like, I don't want to say if she is. She's like, oh, she scares me. Like if she yeah. was my mom, like I'd be terrified. I would not be getting up to half the stuff that they're getting up to. Like, Someone, so someone's ma was always kind of a Lois though. Do you know what I mean? There's oh, yeah, always yeah, someone's yeah. ma knocking around. who like, oh, I don't know. It's fine. Thanks very much. Uh, like you, you'd, you'd yeah. be legging it from them. Like, and it's funny because uh, I noticed that in the show whenever any kid which is very rarely there's barely any kids that go over to the house to visit them because they're so awful but um, when they do go over to visit it's like um, the kids are always really quiet around her I noticed that because that's the way I'd be if there was someone's mom who was like really strict I'd be just like I'm just not going to say anything to get myself into mm-hmm. trouble like I'm not going to say anything at all not in this but, house um, and then yeah yeah and then uh, Hal's like the complete opposite he um, I think he's more kind of like I don't know how, I don't have the perfect way to describe Hal because he's just, I don't know, he's like, he's like the kind of dad that like would slip you like a tenner and be like, yeah, go get yourself something nice. But equally, he just would drop you in the same shit at the same time. Like, you just like, yeah, it's like, I I don't know whether I trust him or not, but he still is like, it's, I don't know how to describe him. It's very difficult. He puts his whole heart into everything he does. Yes. He is like 150% enthusiastic. And even if that's like speed walking, or disco dancing or whatever it is Hal is going to become completely obsessed with it Um, but he is the thing he's most obsessed with is Lois like he is absolutely there's an amazing bit where he's like I think he's like playing poker with with some other dads and they're talking about how often they have sex and they're like Hal how often do you have sex and he's like I don't know like three times and they're like three times a week wow he's like no a day and they're like wait what (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the, the the scenes as well. I think there was when was it was it one when she? Oh, I'm trying to remember the episodes there because there's so many episodes, like seven seasons. For mm. um, there's so many when she was sick as well. I think and or if one or when she was sick and he, like the face that he makes as well when he's like, oh, we're gonna do this now. Like there's like, so many episodes. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Carrie oh. was saying that they have a sort of a uh, like a post Morticia and Gomez kind of vibe. Yes, yes, right. Mm-hmm. That's actually Absolutely, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. is spot. That is so spot on. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. because their relationship is very yeah like tr- throughout like all the chaos that goes on around them. Like they still kind of have that love for each other. It, it seems like they have that love for each other that they had when they first met. Like it's kind of it mm. hasn't like changed or subsided. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, lower middle class Morticia, Morticia and Gomez instead of generational wealth. <laughs> 
or the mortician and gomez are the generational wealth and their house is always is is really well set dressed it's like a really normal mm. really yeah. normal kind of slightly messy like chaotic house I'm really sorry mm. if you can hear it. Cat purring. Mo has just decided to involve himself in the conversation. So consider it some ASMR. Um, what is he up to? Um, yeah, their house always just felt like a real house on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just stuff on counters and like it was. It was that hen that they had on the counter. It's like I'm trying to think of it in my brain. When you, they're in the kitchen and you have like the table to the right, and then they have like this kind of like it's like a shelf thing to the left, and they have this big hen on it. Mm. so I just like joined head like it's there like for like most of the seasons I just look out for like stuff like that and obviously like the hamster as well that that was like like oh, yeah. the best running like it just comes up like seasons later like I love all that stuff it's like, like how yeah. long did it run for in total uh, seven seasons Fuck. Yeah. 151 episodes whoa because so. mm. it did have the energy of something that was just always on but my god that's a lot of episodes you know it's an yeah. old school sitcom you don't get them like that anymore no Mm-mm. I think it's a yeah and it, it, it's it's mad how much it hasn't aged as well just so many things that like when you watch back now you're like oh when you watch when you were a kid and you're like oh god that's yeah that that that's terrible like but like this it's mm. just you can watch it again and it's like yeah it just doesn't get old See, but, they don't do pop culture references really so it doesn't age it and like I think Malcolm and Reese especially they're like desires are eternal desires they just want to be popular and to, like for girls to like them which will never, ever, ever go out of style. Like, yeah, that, that's I very watched, true. Yeah, the first episode of season three where they go on um, um, a boat holiday with Stevie's family and they realise that the there's a cheerleader camp across the lake who are starred for attention from boys. But and all, all the bras and the... the all the bras just floating yeah, yeah. across the lake towards <laughs> Um And yeah, like Reese and Stevie have just having like the summer of their lives whereas Malcolm has to go fishing with Hal. And just that boredom of knowing you're doing the right thing but wanting to be somewhere else because you because you can see other people have more fun than you it's just we'll never ever like age i think ever yeah, yeah. i think we've all literally been in that position where like we mm. would have been preferred to do something else and we're like oh no <laughs> oh this is gosh. kind of what but yeah but then, then usually it's funny like i think back on stuff like that like myself and i'm like actually yeah at the time i didn't really want to do that but i'm glad i done it now for now mm. like you know that kind of way so it's like it had like so many nice moments in it as well that kind of they didn't make such a big deal of them but it was like you could feel it when you were watching it like and it was kind of just intertwined with all the comedy in between as well yeah. but there's always a nice moment and I think not maybe every episode but definitely every season it was kind mm. of yeah there's a lovely moment where Hal is sitting in the boys bedroom and he's like he thinks they're asleep and he's giving them a speech <gasps> just about how they don't, they don't know like how much he loves them and like maybe you're not supposed to know and that's how it works mm. and then he goes to give Reese a hug and Reese is actually a balloon because they've snuck out and he pops the balloon and he starts screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming <laughs> and then doesn't Dewey doesn't Dewey wake and up Dewey and see the mask and he starts well. oh <laughs> that is honestly like that is like, just the funniest like, scene it's a ever it's perfect combination of uh, lovely and hilarious yeah that's something that stands yeah. out to me Dewey is something that stands out to me so strongly in my memory because he grew up in the show Mm. Yeah. Like so many sitcom, so many I guess family television shows have a sort of um, well, the most most of the ones I feel like that were on in our day anyway were animated. So there's a sort of a permanence to the kids. But Dewey grew from like a tiny boy into like a seven year older boy. Do you know like mm. a, a child? And um, I remember 
noticing that happening in the background it was all it felt to me like it was just one of those shows that was always on and my day was always in some way punctuated by the theme song and um Dewey just changed all the time which was really cute I thought yeah it, it's it's funny because uh he, he he was always kind of even though it's like Malcolm in the middle and Malcolm is the middle child I think Dewey was like seriously underlooked as well I think he's just as intelligent as Malcolm mm. but like he's, he, he doesn't let on that he is because he doesn't want to have like everyone kind of like hearing over him going no you have to do this well because he knows like I'd say I'd probably even go as far to say that he's probably even more intelligent than Man- Malcolm yeah, yeah. he's definitely there's an untapped intelligence in Dewey like yeah. that episode where he becomes a dictator he builds a Lego city with Hal oh, yeah. and becomes the dictator of the city where he's just like picking out soldiers at random for death and like he like they established a tribunal to, of like wise elders and he was like, no, we killed them. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we're, we're done with the city now. Thank you, mini Hitler. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's a bit in, no, we'll, we'll talk about the ending later. Uh, we'll get to that. But like, there's a very clear delineation between Dewey and Malcolm in the very last scene where they kind of explain the difference between the two of them, which I think is very important. But mm. I think we'll save that for the ending. Because the ending oh, is, yeah, yeah. I love the ending. It blew me away when I saw yeah. it. Um, yeah, because is there an overarching plot? Because we know that like Malcolm's like a genius and is a gifted kid or whatever, and that's mm-hmm. the sort of the impetus of the series. But like, what is the like? Is there a big story every season? Like, is that how it works? There's or? no arcs. There's no. things that happen. Like, I think Francis really has the most movement in terms of story. Yeah, just because he's in different places. Cause he's the outsider character. Yeah, he moves around mm. quite a bit because mm. he'd be like obviously in a, the private school and then he moves up to Alaska mm-hmm. so yeah he'd have like yeah no but I think uh, and then the dude uh, ranch with the Germans oh yeah yeah that was yeah <laughs> <gasps> that was amazing this, they're this German couple who are obsessed with the idea of cowboys and they just do this like nerdy German version of being ranchers they're amazing they're so and again they're just this super lovely warm couple yeah who are just cosplaying as ranchers it's amazing yeah the, the episode where they um accidentally film a porno there in in the ranch and she really wants to be in it what's her name is it gretel is that her name is it, uh, gretchen gretchen yeah gretchen yeah gretchen and she's like adamant to be in the movie and then mm. francis has friends francis had to make a part for her then like just go just don't tell her anything that's going on like, just, what's just, her just, line just, in that oh it's something it's so small it's such a tiny yeah. line it's like she just comes in and just goes hello or something like that it's just something ridiculous i think she comes in with the towels doesn't she or something. Yes, she's That's like, but she says it's so happy and bright. She's yeah, so happy yeah. to be in the film. She's delighted. Yeah, she's like, I have brought the towels, and then yeah. at the end of the yeah, oh, I love it. I, it. I wish it was streaming. It's not streaming anywhere right now. It was so hard to do research for this episode. Is I it couldn't not, find it, it. No, it, it's on. Um, it was on Channel Four. It was on yeah, Channel it's gone. For, I think oh, for no, Brexit reasons, it? it might be gone. Yeah, damn Brexit. I know. I was, I was able to find loads of like clips, but only a couple of actual episodes, which is very annoying. I think for a long time oh. it was gone. There was some kind of music yeah. rights thing. I'm not sure what that was. That, but, um, I think I think you're right. I think um, yeah. there was something about that, and then it was really hard to find as well because I remember before I came to Channel Four, I think it might have been, I think it actually might have been just before uh, the lockdown, or like literally just before. It took ages to find it and I couldn't find mm. it anywhere and then it just popped up on channel 4 all of a sudden but like we spend I mean I was looking at clips on YouTube like I could, I was just really wanted to watch it again and I couldn't yeah. find it anywhere like you think something that was as popular as Malcolm in the Middle would be widely available even on like now TV because Sky like you know that way it's mad yeah it's it's um, it would have killed your lockdown like because stuff like St. Lugar Brooklyn Nine-Nine The Office Parks and Rec all 
had resurgences and Malcolm in the Middle deserved a resurgence. Oh, yeah, it is, absolutely. It's so good. Like, it never got... It's seven seasons. It's seven seasons is as strong as the first one. Like it, but like really it feels so to me good. like it doesn't have a it doesn't have a big like in the way that New Girl has become a series of memes. Malcolm in the Middle simply hasn't. Do you know? It feels like it's waiting for its moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one could screen cap it because no one could make gifts. There you go. Like yeah. that's how you. And there's so many memeable moments in Malcolm. Mm. There's so many. There's so many. So yeah, I think it just came at a time before. Like social media really, really blew up, maybe because it was like mm. early two thousands when it started, wasn't it? So, it was so it's, I remember seeing the first episode. Show, yeah, I was in yeah. America that summer, and we were like, just had the television on randomly, just watching American television, just to experience that. And this show came on, and I was like, oh, it's about a kid who's smart. Okay, fine. And then by the end of that first episode, I was like, oh, this better come to Ireland. Mm. This is so good. And the, it, the show, I think, in those early seasons, like you would always kind of be like, that's oh, that show about the kid, and then you'd watch it and go, this is. Does more Brilliant. play, yeah. And then you've just be generally become obsessed with it. I always kind of thought I didn't like it, and then every time I watched it, I would be like, yeah, love it. I think it's like one of those things as well, like when, yeah, you kind of like judge it before you watch it, and then when you mm. actually watch it, you're like, okay, this is nothing like I thought it was going to be. This is actually yeah. just like, it's kind of just like my family. Like, this is like, mm. oh, yeah. I think that's why like loads of people are related to it as well, because there's so many shows that are just, they have everything set so perfect. It's just like real life, like a real mm-hmm. family, like, and yeah. There's so many things like uh, between like um, like even like Hal and Lois's relationship with each other like when they would be kind of playing tricks and stuff like on like the boys are like trying to kind of like hold up to them as well. It's like mm. like um, I remember like my parents like doing stuff like that. Like they threw water balloons over the side of um, my house where the, the, there's like a little kind of side gate. Yeah. They threw them over and uh, they were hitting some of the kids on the road with water balloons. I didn't have many friends, so I didn't really appreciate that. Uh, I think they all found out, like, they're like, yeah, your parents threw water balloons at us, but, like, yeah. So I could really relate to the show. Showing adults in television that aren't, like... We talked about this a bit in our Adam's Family Live, where we were like, it's just really refreshing to see adults who have, like, you know, whole personalities of their own that aren't just parent. Do you know what I mean? That have like are interested in each other, that aren't like pitted against each other, that aren't antagonizing each other, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, it's like uh, yeah. It's just yeah, I think it was just it, at that time as well, there was nothing like I know they're probably middle class America, but probably be working class like over here. But I think that like there was nothing really out at that time that kind of like family wise when you're looking at like all the shows that are at that time there was nothing that like even came close to I think a working class family like that like no. in that in that way I don't think there was if for a comedy for a really big sitcom I don't think there was like the other one I can think of would be like Shameless but that came out way after it's a completely different thing like, oh that's so, like that's full on working class y- yeah, yeah that's yeah. full on working class like, yeah. but like in yeah. this way it's kind of yeah like it's I just never seen it and like it so but yeah like Lois like, works in a supermarket yeah yeah Mal yeah works in an office that's what my parents did exactly like <clears throat> that same a, situation it's um yeah I think it just became a thing in my house then I think everyone just enjoyed it so we used to sit down and because uh, we wouldn't eat um like literally like the exact same in my book we'd sit down and we'd watch TV and we'd just watch um uh, Malcolm when we were eating our dinner but um it was kind of we'd have it like uh we had I think at the time we didn't have Sky Digital and we, we got Sky Digital a couple of years later and um we we would pause it like to go out and like get like you know an extra sup of water or like mm-hmm. a drink like when you're having your dinner and uh my mom would go mad 
like she literally would go insane for pausing it and she's like oh will you hurry up I'm like I just need to go to the toilet like we, that's what's there for that's pause like, you know, <laughs> high like, stakes Malcolm high stakes <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's literally what you're paying for like it's grand like <laughs> and um, she was giving out to us for so long about it and we were like what is literally the issue that's why we have like that's why we have it now so you can pause it like it's all the, 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 the best things you have in life now this is what it is like this is what it's all about and uh, she's like no like someone told me that uh, you, every time you pause it it charges you like literally a euro or two and I'm like what that's <laughs> oh not a thing God. and she actually done like a full on Lois like like the way that like you know the episode where she gives out to your man like in the pizza shop and they don't go back for pizza my mom done the same to some guy in um, I think it was Northside Shopping Centre he was at a sky stand and oh. she was just like I can't believe you was charged two euro deposit he's like what are you talking about Robin Bassers <laughs> so, would yeah. surprise me though because there oh. was a time where if you hit this is like real in my fucking day but there was a time where you pressed the wrong button on that remote and you were going to some weird CFAX shit that's going to charge your parents some money through the light mm-hmm. you know you, you had no oh, yeah, idea yeah. those boxes were mysterious you had no you touched that wrong and someone's getting a bill and it's your fault. So I'm on your mom's side here, man. Those things were mysterious, <laughs> right? Mysterious. I think it was yeah. I think it's just like just the the, the the first time I have one as well. It's just like what is this? Like it's kind of like just like the way Netflix is now. It's just like, oh my god, all this all these things. She just like, yeah, it was it was gas though. But um I think Two that is um, pause sky. <laughs> that is fantastic. I know. That is that is the most like two thousand and five mad thing in the world. Like it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how long she believed it for and I don't know who told her but like yeah it was I'm going to start telling really, people that um, now about Netflix I'm like <laughs> don't don't the, the longer that you scroll through it for the more they charge <laughs> if you stream all the episodes in one go like you get charged a tenner oh yeah you gotta you gotta balance it out man they're watching they're watching if you yeah, click the are you still watching or have you gone to sleep button then it's next to three yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. do like I do like that back but back in the day I sound real old but well, this, is, this is what we do here man yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. 20 well the worst <laughs> thing is it is like 20 years ago like it so is, it's, it's, it yeah, is the it past. is the past I did like that though uh, like way back then when you could actually just watch an episode and the next one will come out like the next week and stuff mm. because uh, yeah I think now it's just like I think if Malcolm had come out now I think I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because I wouldn't have let it sink in as much because I would have just absolutely flew through the whole thing because it's so funny so mm. I think yeah. that like yeah it is weird to be something comes out and you will it'll become your life for like two days and then you don't think about it for a year. Like I, Big Mouth is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. I do not think oh, about Big that Mouth show three hundred and sixty four days a year. But that like one day when it comes out, it's my life. Yeah. And then it's gone. Whereas back in the middle, it was like just literally like parts of the background of your life for like seven eight years. Like it's yeah. just it's really memorable. It's really different. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the good thing about it. It's like there's so many shows you watch now, like on Netflix or any other streaming platform, that, you, that you, exactly what you said. You'll watch it and then you'll be like, oh, this is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever watched. And you completely forget about it for a year. And mm. you literally like can't even remember it. And someone will just like say something like, oh, yeah, I forgot I watched that. Whereas, yeah. like, yeah, Malcolm's always just been in the background because either you're watching it on TV or, yeah. Mm. And I think um, your man, um, is it Frankie Muniz? His mm. Twitter is so funny as well. It's a, he's, a, he's a weird guy yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's so strange but i love it it's, it's just yeah his tweets are great what kind of a tweeter is he like is he weird twitter or is he yeah. like macaulay culkin he's, twitter like on what end of the sort of post-child is, actor is he you know i don't know how you describe him he, he's i feel he's um he's i haven't looked center. at his twitter recently now so i actually don't know what he's like so if he's been posted in, in the last year i just want to say that like i'm going back like a year ago. yeah i there is a tweet that comes up where he's like um dreamt that I got shot again really felt a bullet going through my chest this time 
which someone I follow on Twitter posts all the time. Wow, well, well, uh, Malcolm. <laughs> he's really into, he's like an amateur race drive race car driver as oh, well. Yeah. yeah, he's he's not Malcolm, essentially. Yeah, he's very he's nothing, much not Malcolm. Yeah, 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 completely different. Yeah. Well, as uh, you'd expect, because he's not like you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the kids haven't really done much. I think. I don't think. I yeah. And which often happens with child actors, like it's not a, a surprise really, but like obviously the, yeah. one, the okay, one he's thirty six. He's thirty six. Oh, yeah. These things mm-hmm. I'm learning from his Twitter timeline. He has a sore back currently. Mm-hmm. Um, he was recently on hold with a, uh, a health service. His Twitter is is so it's so it's so dry and normal currently. Uh, he recently acquired chest hair um, for the first time <laughs> at thirty six years of age. Uh, he says that he likes to go fast. Um, mm. He would like to buy a recliner. He has a wife. His wife. Uh... Are these all tweets in a row? Yeah. <laughs> I have a wife. I'm I, have a wife. Later, I want an armchair. I got my first hair. How many likes did he get on that? Oh, he has a child also. Uh... Yeah, he just had a baby, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to yeah. tweet, I have a wife, and see what kind of reaction that gets. No, no, he says. He, yeah. he, I'm just describing this. I want to see, see too. No, I'm just describing this poorly. He's like so excited to get home to my wife at Pog Munich. His wife's name is Pog. Great name, mm-hmm. Greek, yep. classical yes. Greek name. Pa- it's Paige, yeah. isn't it? Paige. Um, yeah. And my little son after being away for three weeks. Uh, so that's how. I, that's where I got. He has a wife from. Okay. <laughs> that was. That's my observation. He wants a hot dog. Uh, what else is he got? What else is he up to? Um, he loves his son, Mouse, M-A-U-Z, like Mouse, Mouse. That's a good name for a kid. That's interesting. Mm. Mouse Munitz, man. I hope he's good looking. Um, See, I say that's, that now and he'll end up being yeah. like a Timothy Chalamet type kid later on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> of course, he'll be handsome. Um, someone stole his trailer from in front of his house. Uh, he can't but wait until he lives in a 55 plus retirement community. Um, he's also into crypto. Ah, uh, yeah. These are my Frankie Muniz yeah. facts. Okay, that's actually, yeah, okay. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> crypto bro, Malcolm in the middle. Okay, yeah. that, that, uh, that just, yeah. But like, uh, as for uh, fate, as for a fate waiting for a kind of a, a, a child TV actor, you know, that could mm. be worse. I feel like. Ah, uh, that's true. That's very true. You know, that's very true. Yeah. Um, Francis is a Scientologist. Oh. His brother, oh, his brother just, is Hyde from the seventy show. I was just gonna say, I never. Very yeah. bad me too. Oh my god, they're brothers, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if he was in it or not. I knew that Hyde was though. That all went mm. very quiet again. They were they're they're, fam- they're born into it. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their families. But sure, loads of people yeah. are Scientologists. Do you know what oh, I yeah. mean? Not that I'm like defending, like, going on air and defending. Loads of people are. It's grand. But like, it's mad. But it's it's mad. Sus that every time I'm like, oh, Will Smith. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah, you know. Was he born into it? I don't know if he was. No, he, he was. was. He was recruited. I'm not sure if he definitely did some of the early course. I'm not sure if he still is involved. I think. Yeah, or is it say Beck or Jason Lee? Beck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Laura Preppen from um, yes, uh, she she was. I think she was, and she's left over five years. Oh, she ago. left now. I think okay. she left. I seen recently that she had, but I don't know how recent it was though. Because she was like a po- Scientology poster girl. Her and um, Danny Masterson, like yeah, yeah. Mm. But you look. I mean, that's what rich people do with their money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. cool, throw it into a weird alien church. Scientology, like. Nexium. Uh, whatever like yeah it's all the same all the crack did many of the other actors go on to be in different things or did they just sort of Brian Cranston obviously yeah that's what I was going to say I think he's a superstar yeah Yeah. Um, in fairness though I have to say like from watching Malcolm in the Middle and going to watch Breaking Bad 
like he's some actor like there's no one else <laughs> I've ever amazing. seen dude that's just like that just goes remember, like, to show how good he yeah. is like he's remember like starting to watch Breaking Bad and you're like I'm not sure I can take yeah. Hal seriously oh, in this I and by the end of episode one you were like Hal who like it's yeah it's unbelievable that he's such Hold an amazing piece of comedian. Hold on, you fucking Walter White? Yeah. Are you serious, sir? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah has Facebook factors. Oh, oh my hey, okay. I, have, I thought you just watched yeah. the. That's no, amazing. I, I thought you watched all things like, wait, he was Walter. I have, <laughs> I have <laughs> horrendous actor face problems. I'm just like, oh, I yeah. don't know who these people are. Like, I'm yeah, really for a person who like you know co-hosts a pop culture podcast i have very very bad celebrity recognition and mm-hmm. um, holy shit that's malcolm in the middle's dad yeah yeah i know that, that's part like obviously you can say there's lots we can say about breaking bad now in retrospect but brian cranston and but, Aaron sir Paul, that is some absolutely acting unbelievable in it wow. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. I thought I thought the exact same. I think everyone on the planet thought the same. They were like, "Oh, I don't mm-hmm. know how. Like, yeah. this is gonna be ridiculous." Like, Hold no. on. Hold on. Is that the is the actress who plays his mother? No, wait. Oh no, I totally just I I was like, is the actress who played the mother in Breaking Bad married to Brian Cranston? No, that is no. not. That is not real. No, that is no, no, no. no that is not it. I I had they a, did. They did a fake ending for Breaking Bad for the DVDs where he woke up and it was Hal having a dream. Oh, beside, wow. Uh, beside Lois in bed. So it's on a DVD of Breaking <gasps> oh. Bad. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what came Intra, up. Intra-universe. Yeah. I took a quick look there and I, I think I might have pressed the wrong button and given myself a heart attack. I'm like, we completely I, I negated this little, information. I love those little Easter eggs and shows. Like little things. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Little secrets. Yeah, I, 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 like, I do like when actors are willing to actually admit that they've had roles before the one they're currently in that they don't just memory hold stuff as soon as it's gone that it yeah, is yeah. fun to, it's, it's not like you don't want to do like a ready player one with everything you've ever done but to have little notes and tastes in as long as it's like this is in an east like a dvd feature it's not like yeah. part of the show so it's fine it's a body yeah. of work do you know and mm. also like to be to play somebody as sort of to be a comic actor and play like disaster area hal do you know and then go straight into fucking walter white like this sort of mm-hmm. ambiguous fucking tragedy villain whatever the fuck you want to call him um that's range like yeah. that's range um, the uh, like definition his, of yeah like his physicality as hal is unbelievable like uh, just from his face quick scan of his face but also just does this uh, one where he's trying to get a foot spot for lois but they're all sold out and he steals a bag off a guy in a supermarket or in a mall thinks he has one and just bombs it and runs up the wrong escalator and is trying to get up an escalator and being so angry at himself that he went up the wrong escalator. And he's just doing this whole like one act play on an up escalator, on a down escalator and he's trying to go up it. It's on YouTube. If you look at like, I don't know, Hal Valentine's Day, Malcolm in the Middle, it's there. Yeah, the foot's battle definitely. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. The, gets, the, yeah. the things he like, the things he will wear, and how naked he will be in that show, like, is just unbelievable. But there's like the f- the speed walking outfit with the flame. Oh, the big flames! It's flames, helmet, yeah. but it's also it looks really like sinewy because the flames are so small. So it's like he's wearing like this inside out suit, but it's supposed to be flames, but also this huge, uh, um, wind resistance cap thing. It's Sarah, yes, please. Look I, I, I'm looking at it up. I got it now. Oh, it, I got it's it amazing. Yeah. yeah. He it's just like, commits so hard, like it's not. It's oh my hard. god, that's hideous! <laughs> that that episode is amazing as well because he's so determined. He's so determined to be the best, and he just can't mm-hmm. figure out why this guy is just faster than him. He's doing everything yeah. he possibly can to be fast, and he's like, "Aha!" He figures out that he's like doing this little hop thing. He's like, "I see you hopping. I see you. I know what you're doing." And he's all, you are jogging. Just, yeah. Yeah. He's like, "You are jogging. You are not there's walking." An- there's another uh, episode with a videotape that's 
burned into my mind. It's because it's the one time when Lois is wrong. Because she is right in ev- every single time in every single episode, except this one time where um, someone crashed into her and they're pulling out of her car park. <gasps> yes. And she, they've gotten like all the videotapes and they're like, she's like, I know, I know it was his fault. It wasn't my fault. I know this. I remember this one. And, yeah. And they're looking uh, through all yeah. the videotapes and every videotape shows that it was her fault. And they eventually find one from like the bank across the street. It shows the guy did a U-turn. But Lois doesn't see it and they're like, do not show your mother this tape. Yeah, she, it takes cause she, it's, she's, she needs to be wrong once in her life. <laughs> just for all of them, they need it. Um, yeah, oh, I love this show. I'm, I want it to be streaming. Maybe this episode will be what will get it streaming again. Like a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. The, the other good episode as well is that like, well, I think one of my favorite episodes of all time from Malcolm in the Middle is the one where Reese gets bullied, where they, they like basically he thinks he's going on a date. And like the mm. door opens, and it's like literally this pig with lipstick on it, and he's just so upset, like that, like it's not like a real girl and all. And his mom is just like, nobody treats my son this way, and she literally <laughs> just goes, like on another level, like it's just like, mm. and it's really funny because it's, it's like so oh my extreme. god, yeah, it's it's so extreme, but then it's almost like oh she 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 understands Reese more than she's like you're just like me, and it, like I think she says that in another episode, and you can really mm. see how similar they are in that episode because she goes to any length to get back at these girls like who yeah. have bullied them, and I mean any length like, like literally cutting up the dolls and stuff like in the in your one's bedroom and putting them Emma into Stone the locker bedroom, like Emma Stone yeah, yeah yeah oh my god oh my god yeah. star studded yeah <laughs> yeah what's the other thing she done oh yeah she glued what was it she glued a helmet to. Um, one of the girl's hair and then there was what was the other one then there was uh, oh yeah the, 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 the prom dress the pain, pain to yeah, yeah. Prom dress oh yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah she she packed her bag and she called up saying uh, there was a hotel or something oh the hotel's booked or something they were going to prom that was the last uh, thing okay, she got. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah it was like a girl like she was in her house and she called the parents house and she goes oh yeah the hotel is booked for your daughter and blah 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 and her boyfriend and they're like what you booked a hotel but that was like yeah that was just yeah I think it was just uh, I think it was so satisfying as well just to see somebody's getting their comeuppance mm-hmm. so yeah I just loved that episode <laughs> it wasn't right though it wasn't right but it was still funny though mm. you mean, you can be, it can be righteous vengeance but it doesn't have to be fully right you know? it's, yeah, all the yeah. new, it's all the new it's all the nuance and chaos is what it is yeah. uh, tell me about how the show ended oh god I think at the very end of it if I'm, if I'm right I could be wrong now at the very end I'm nearly sure that she gets the shock that she's pregnant again. And literally that's how the whole thing finishes. And then you just hear like Hal or her go, no, <laughs> just like that's how it ends. Like I'm pretty sure that's how the whole thing ends. Uh, and this is, is after it... Jamie, obviously like, so it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. The, um, so the, the very last scene is there's like, they're all in the car and like everybody's in the car. Like It's graduation, the, isn't it? Yeah. All the yeah, kids yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Francis and his wife and the grandmother and like a, bomb full of shit explodes and they're all covered in shit and then um because uh oh because Malcolm's gets offered like a really high paying job instead of going to college because he's so smart he gets offered some kind of super high paying job and those like you can't because you have to you're going to be president he, and she lays out his entire life from it's like you're gonna go to harvard and get all the inter- interns and fellowships and then you're gonna uh work in public service and then you're going to become a governor of a small state and then you're gonna become president and was like do i get a choice in this and She's like no, and uh, Hal's like, yeah, no, sorry, this is this is how do. it has to be, yeah, because yeah, because she's like, you're gonna be the first good president who's actually known struggle and known what it's like to be poor and to be looked down on, and Malcolm's like, but what if I want to be like take be rich and have an easy life? And she's like, no, that's Dewey's, that's Dewey's, life. <laughs> <laughs> and Dewey's like, oh, cool. 
Yeah, and every, but everybody else is like, we thought you knew. And Malcolm's like, no. What? And then it ends with him working as a janitor in Harvard and going to class at the same time. Oh, yeah. He gets and a scholarship a, yeah. or something, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And he'd say, the only way he gets the scholarship is through something through his dad. So he has to do or something like that. So he has to help mm-hmm. out when he's there. Yeah. But yeah, so it's basically they've decided his entire life for him. And I've known that he's going to be president for a very long time. And everything has been them working towards that without Malcolm knowing. It's a really, it's, it comes out of nowhere and it makes perfect sense. And it's a beautiful ending to seven seasons of a show. It really, yeah. it ends really well, which shows don't often get to do. So, Yeah, that's very true. Uh, it actually has a really mm. nice ending. And it was, even for seven seasons, because usually when it's like that far into like a, a series, like you kind of, you want it to be a good ending as well. But mm. you don't want it to go on for too much longer either. Like, But I think that was just a perfect ending. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then with the, yeah, the pregnancy thing as well. I just thought that was hilarious. Like, I just, yeah, I can't imagine... Um, having that many kids Six and if they were all boys yeah. as well I just kind of like <laughs> I think that'd be kind of deadly like <laughs> I'm on a big head empty no thoughts kind of I'm having a head empty no thoughts year you know and I'm just like but you wouldn't have to think about anything except your kids then do you know what I mean you'd just be <laughs> like it's like being taken up in a tide like th- there's your living for chaos I, I think that'd be great do you know just a whole like rodeo you know just loads I don't know I don't know see Carl eats all the chocolate in the house like literally all the chocolate he'll come in going I got chocolate for us to watch a movie and then I'll go like and do something for half an hour and I'll go in to watch the movie like it's gone so like if we had like six kids I don't think I'd ever see chocolate ever again I just yeah I don't think I'd ever just see it or you could like steal it from there no I'm not like talking about having kids in order to steal sweets man that's dark Carl's mom literally hid her, her sweets in the dishwasher that's didn't very use that dishwasher. She had it in the, hid it in the dishwasher, and I didn't know. I didn't. Them. I never knew at the time why she was doing it, but it makes total sense now mm-hmm. that we live together. Now I know. Strategy, <laughs> strategy. She's a wise woman. I'm telling you. Yeah. Do you think that, that is going on? Yeah. Do you think if they remade it, would you watch it? Would you want to go back to them? Would you want to see where they all are now? Or like, I feel like for lots of people I who think... grew up with a sort of an ambient cast of characters, it can be tricky to go back. You know, because it's never going to quite feel the same. But now, again, like we've just like we've just learned from Frankie Muniz's Twitter that he's thirty six. Um, <laughs> that like, I, yeah. Would you be interested in if if they watch if they put it back together again? I think it's one of those shows that I definitely would watch if it came back because I think it's one of those shows that was so good that I think they would do it justice coming back. Mm. I think they take their time doing it and they do like a really good job because um, yeah, I've seen some reboots like I, I was on YouTube the other day and I seen something for like Saved by the Bell and I watched the trailer for it Mm-mm. I don't know if you've seen it I, don't, I, I hadn't even heard I hadn't even heard of it but like it was awful it was, yeah. it was really I've heard really good things about it oh it's it looked yeah. I, watched, I watched the trailer for it and I was like this just looks like terrible like it could have been so much better but I think with Malcolm like it's probably one of the only shows that would probably get away with coming back and doing it right because you I genuinely want to see where yeah. they, I don't know but would it ruin it though maybe for like one episode or two episodes I wouldn't go back as a whole series maybe no, a I feel like the whole thing about Malcolm in the Middle is that when you're growing up you have to spend share a space with all these people who aren't necessarily That's very much true. like you they're just your family so if they're all adults and all living apart I'm not sure where the actual yeah where would it be said comes like from yeah 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 how old would like Hal and Lewis be then as well and where would they be yeah. exactly yeah yeah, maybe they all have kids and it's all based on their kids and it's kind of like a reboot. Cousins. Like, oh no, so no, many no, cousins. no, no, no. We're going too far right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's recursive. a... Malcolm in the Middle recursive, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it, it, it's on my list of shows that I'm just kind of waiting for them to go back to. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it might it might see its dawn again, you know? Like, yeah, or they might animate it or something. Do you know what I mean? That that would be cool. Mm. I don't think they, did they ever, I don't think they ever did do an animated episode. Or it's, it, not that it, I can no. think of yeah no I don't think so that would have been amazing now actually 
And as a comic writer yourself uh, and a comic and with all the work that you do, uh, Aoife, do you think that Malcolm in the Middle is like part of your kind of humour and aesthetic? Like, how did it interplay with your own kind of journey towards being a creative whose work is hilarious? Like, where did that... Was was there kind of a moment along the way where that sort of met? I think... I don't. I don't know. That that's that's a really broad question. Now let me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, much on the spot. Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's like, yeah. I think. I think it's one of those things. Do you know? I think one of the main things for me was with that show. I think it was the fact that like I came from a family where literally like you did have to work hard to get where you had to go, and mm. that was very similar to that show. And I think that like one of the main people who really, really would have like influenced me in the show would have been Hal mm. definitely because. He just didn't, like, as, as much as he cares about, like, what people think of him and uh, these things, they're so, like, his personality and just who he is in general. Like, I think that, like, he's very much just true to himself and who he is, like, and he does what he wants and what he whatever he puts his mind to, like, he'll just work really hard at it. And I think in that kind of way, it'd be similar. And I think I'm answering this question completely wrong. No, but I think in no. Again, <laughs> but I think it's like, yeah, I think I could definitely see, like, where... I'd be like, oh yeah, like he's he's himself. That's cool. And I think as a kid, that was really impactful. Yeah, for me because I think we're kind of told, or we're we're kind of we can you know we're not that we're told. I don't even think you're told as a kid. Like you know, oh you have to, but yeah, you're told. Oh, you have to behave this way, and you have to be good. You have oh to yeah, be yeah. So there's so many systems so that are like, pushing, yeah. even if it's never explicit, and there are kind of narratives and like be yourself. It's like no, nah, you don't want me to fucking be myself, man. Second on myself, you tell me to fucking get out. Like come on, you know. Yeah. I think, yeah so. I think, I think it's one of those things as well where it showed that like um, just because you don't do everything uh, down to a point that the way that other people do mm. doesn't mean that you're bad people or doesn't mean mm. that you're doing it any other way. It's just kind of, yeah. And I think it's just, there were so many different, yeah, there were so many different things I would have t- taken from that show now because my family would have been quite similar, but then not at the same time. So there was things that I would have been like, hey, you know, well, that's completely different. And, you know, I think it would have, um, it definitely would have been the first comedy I would have watched growing up as a kid mm. uh, in a family like as well as a family so I think it definitely had influence on the way that I see in the world definitely in that way yeah yeah and I and think, think depictions yeah. of working class families are so uncommon like so many of the American mm. shows are like the apartments and the houses are almost as important as the people in it because they're so different from the way Irish houses are yeah so like seeing a family that is closer to the way things might be out here is it kind of even if it's not identical you know it doesn't have to be identical but you can kind of put these threads across you know like it helps yeah it's like the personalities as well like Mm. i find yeah it's kind of yeah it's like each and every person in that show like we know someone like them in real life i think like Mm. i think everyone does and i think that's what makes it really relatable as well but yeah no i think um yeah just just yeah yeah yeah, I got you, I got you I thinking now. I'm after throwing in the deep end. I'm just yeah, thinking yeah. now. I'm just, I'm just like, we're going to be thinking about this all day. I'm like, how did this impact my life? Like, <laughs> like, this, this redid. Like, yeah. No, I think it's, um, that, 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 yeah, that would have been the main thing, though. I think it was just showing how different families were. And I think, I don't know if it's an autistic thing, but I think growing up, like, I was just like, this is my family. This is the way everyone is. Yeah. This Everyone in the whole world is like this. And it was kind of like, it kind of, it kind of skewed that view for me and kind of opened my mind to like a different way, I suppose, in that way. But, um, and then I started acting like Frank and Francis. But, um, hey! <laughs> yeah. 
But I think it's um, yeah, no. I think yeah. I, I think like, it was a nice thing to have as well because like it's it's definitely a memory I look back on watching it like with my mom and stuff like that. Mm. Like it was definitely a show that like we both loved. And um I think like with even like some of the things that we talk about today, like with like um like just some of the, the most memorable moments from the show, like I can remember all those times watching it with like my parents with and them. my sister and all like so it's like yeah, so I think it's yeah. I think when a show does that and you remember it like that much longer, like that's like so many years later, I think that like that's yeah, it's had real impact then. I think television can do that sometimes where it stops just being a show and it starts being a place that you were with mm, your family, yeah. you know, like we've we've films like that in my house, not many, but a handful of films in my house that are like a location that we all went to together very specifically a couple of times a year, you know, and that sort yeah. of changes the meaning of them completely. It just com- it's completely decontextualized. It's very personal then. Yeah. Yeah. Be kind of like uh, well, it's not the same thing, but I suppose it is kind of in a, in a way. Be like when you're watching like a Roddy Doyle film or something, yeah. like the snapper, like everyone, like yeah, that, oh that my kind God. of thing, yeah. yeah. My parents got married in the Shieling. Well, their reception was in the Shieling Hotel, uh, famously where uh, Sharon encountered Frank Frankie Burgess. Um, so, like, I definitely have that feeling about those films as well, yeah. where it's just like that is like I can t- <laughs> I can touch those sets. Like that's right next to me, you know. I um, never knew where the shopping centre was. In that, where is the shopping centre? Is it? It's behind. Do you know Kilmarnock Art Station? Is that the show? Oh, is that the No, the there's two. The- there's one up near the fire station on the Tonnegie Road and there's one over the yeah, over the, the bridge know. with the Foxhound in okay, it, don't which is the pub. It's a really okay. big, it's a really fucking tall, unnecessarily tall pub. And behind it, there's a little shopping centre and that, I think, is the one they used, if I'm not wrong. I think it's that one. Well, the pub is, and it was anyway, because they changed the sign on the side of it. Um... Yeah, because there's two. It's, there's definitely one shopping center I know. There's like the 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 te- that has one big Tesco in it, or a decent noise, a decent enough size Tesco. That's the one at the fire station. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's two. <laughs> it sounds so old. A decent enough size. Do you love Tesco. the Dublin Five chat, Alan? <laughs> totally in. Yeah, totally understand everything that's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. No, that it's 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 a, a scene in I think the Snapper where she's going through the shopping center, but I never knew what shopping center it was. I'm convinced it's the one over the bridge I'm going to go and look at that and get back to you yeah, on that either, I'm gonna, that's going to annoy I, me that's going to wreck annoy, my head it's, it's going to annoy me as well <laughs> this, this this whole like show is just going to be about people like looking up on their phone going I need to look that up now too <laughs> so we're pivoting we're pivoting towards fact finding excursions is what yes. we're mm-hmm. doing and reading out tweets of, of uh, famous famous uh, gentlemen child stars yeah. child oh. stars Aoife uh, tell us about Frankie's world yeah we go. Oh, big okay. day <gasps> oh, it's really exciting um, yeah, it's a, it's my first ever graphic novel that I've created, which is um, it's really cool, and um, it's basically all in orange and blue, and mm. it's uh, the colours that is, and it's about a little girl called Frankie. She's eleven years old, and basically she's a little different to everyone else in her class, but she doesn't know why, and um, she's basically trying to figure that out. And other people in her class are treating her a little bit differently for being different, and um, she's just kind of hell bent on finding out what the story is and she knows that she doesn't know her dad she's never met him before so she starts to think oh what if he's like some kind of alien and like you know what if i am so she basically goes off to try and find him and get some uh answers to to what she's looking for and she has a best friend called sam who uses a wheelchair and basically them two are like just like uh, like as thick as thieves like the two of them are like just best mates and 
they're like always picked last for chasing school and th- these kind of things it's kind of like Murphy's Law whatever can go wrong will go wrong and it happens to them but um, I kind of feel like it's one of those like coming of age stories where they kind of it's like about friendship and like you know um, your friends being by your side and it's very much one of those kind of stories I don't want to give too much mm. away but it's like yeah it's like it's one of those stories where it's like coming of age finding out who you are finding out who your friends are and being confident in yourself and that's kind of yeah but um, obviously, like, I'd say, I don't know whether I should say, because obviously everyone's going to know what happens in the end, because, like, if, if people are promoting it as autistic, so she should find out she's autistic. I don't know if we should cut this part out or not, though. But well, I don't there's know probably if that's not many 5, 14-year-olds listening to this, so when they read it, they'll be surprised. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Are, yeah, so grown-ups, all the grown-ups yeah. who listen to our show okay, and who okay. have kids, of, of whom there are many, yes. this could be a fantastic... Um, book for them to read right yeah so so frankie obviously is autistic and she doesn't know she's autistic i didn't know if that was like a spoiler i suppose it's the main <laughs> part of the book but it's like it's like oh that that's that's life but um yeah no so it's yeah so it's very much kind of like it's based really on my own experiences not really known that i was autistic when i was young and growing up kind of known you're different but not really fully understanding why yeah so i kind of just put all those kind of uh, experiences in there so um, I hope they relate to, to other kids who feel the same because I definitely wasn't able to find any books growing up that related to me or even like books that I see myself in. So I think it's, yeah, I hope that like there's some kids who do see themselves in it. So, Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm it's, so excited. I've read it. It's, it's really sweet and funny. Frankie and Sam are absolute sounders. I think people are going to love it. So. Oh, thanks so much, yeah. It's exciting yeah. times. Yeah, Aoife, tell us where we can find you on social media. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so my Twitter and Instagram handles are the exact same so it's uh, Aoife underscore Dooley perfect Sarah where can we find you oh in my house Alan we nearly had mm. it there <laughs> but I'm simply <laughs> not going outdoors um, I'm on Twitter at Grifsky um, on Instagram at Sarah Grifsky if you like zines um, I guess I can say it now I just got an Arts Council grant to make a load of zines in 2022 <gasps> which is really exciting I know That's I'm very excited That's so only ha- like because of our recording time it only like happened I, I am still amazed and excited and there is more coming with that project um, properly in 2022 which is where we are we made it um, yeah patreon.com forward slash zine club is where you can find that and other words for smoke and swear and fan parts are in all good bookshops Al where can we find you? Um, I'm Alan underscore McGuire on Twitter. Uh, Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod on Twitter. Juvenalia pod on Instagram. Uh, we have a Patreon. Mm. Patreon.com forward slash Juvenalia where we have loads of bonus episodes. Mm, they're uh, so much fun. Where we talk about what we started and finished in the last two weeks. Mostly. Mostly. Uh, mostly. But also, mostly we talk about that. Uh, sometimes we just pay each other songs off for phones. That's what we did the last time. Because <laughs> we can do it so no one can stop us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you to Dee McDonald for our artwork. Thanks, Dee. Uh, thank you to Tall Tales for having us on their network. Cassie there B, so my wife. Shows. Cassie B, my wife. I love you. Thank you for letting us be on your network. That's my song. Yep, there yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I don't know what to say. I mean, you literally sang over the very last word of my sentence. So, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.